How's it going? Good. Uh, good evening and welcome to the Cassant update for the week of 12, 14, 2015. What's going on this week, Alex? Um, well, this is kind of an exciting week for us, I guess. Um, yeah, it is. We have uh, Julie, Carl, and uh, Brian Carter are all headed to uh, OIRA tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, we have our meeting at 1 o'clock. And they'll be presenting uh, our report as well as um, a very large stack of, I believe it's 7,600 testimonials off of our site. Yay. Um, so that should be, should make for some very uh, wonderful pictures. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, <clears throat> and yeah, everybody's nervous and excited. And uh, so... That would be, uh, be great. Um, we don't. Our, our comment, of course, is not posted up, but we will be, I believe, posting that up at some point. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not entirely sure. Um, so that's happening. Um, and then today, it seems like in the past couple of maybe business days, um, Twitter has come alive with talks about the budget bill. Mm -hmm. um, I saw a couple people active today, um, at least one of the usual suspects, uh, I think American Lung Association, <sighs> warning lawmakers that, my, my favorite headline is, uh, Republicans are trying to sneak in, sneak in uh, language to weaken FDA's regulatory authority <laughs> over new tobacco products. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and of course, and of course, my response to that has been, it's 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 hard to call this sneaking when consumers are openly lobbying their lawmakers <laughs> to support this this language. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, the typical spin machine is up and, and running, and um, of course, I had just read something this evening. Uh, I think CQ roll call had put something out that. Um, they're not very confident that they're going to meet their deadline of midnight tonight. Um, so this could drag on. Uh, you know, we, we've managed to kind of, uh, of course, you know, I just said all of that not sneaking stuff that I'm about to follow it up <laughs> with. You know, this, this language has managed to fly under the radar for a while. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of one of those things where, in a budget bill, a provision that says an agency can't spend money, um, you know, that's almost a no-brainer. I mean, it's not, a, it's not an across-the-board positive, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, budget bills are usually lots of appropriations, which oh, yeah. makes it hard to balance a checkbook. So um, something in there that says your agency is not going to get any funding to enforce this grandfather date, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think to a lot of fiscal conservatives and, and even some uh, penny-wise Democrats, that's probably kind of a, a bonus. Um, so, uh, anyway, um, yeah, the last couple of weeks, there's been a lot of chatter about this language, and uh, you had actually posted a link to um, dig it up here. Uh, it's just the first... Is that? 
Where's that coming from? Is that somebody's ringtone? Maybe. <laughs> it's, it's it's great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's uh, the the one site that you had shared with me was uh, this. You know, the other side obviously has their their uh, advocacy stuff yeah. uh, up and running, and of course they're framing this as um, you know. I just wish they could, uh, you know, openly state what they're actually saying. Yeah. In a sense, we have to ban all electronic cigarettes in order to save children from flavors. That's what it boils (laughs) down to is that. Um, Flavors for children. They might enjoy life. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. And it's just the idea that a flavored product is exclusively marketing to children is absurd. Um, you know, in the same kind of span of, you know, maybe 15 minutes looking on Twitter, I found another guy that happens to be uh, a, a pastry chef or just a, a food enthusiast. I'm not sure. But, right. um, of course, posting mouthwatering pictures of, you know, sweet and savory pastries um, <laughs> that, uh, but, you know, I, I mean, obviously they're trying to draw children into some sort of TV and pastry abusing lifestyle that's the only explanation <laughs> for putting chocolate chips on a cookie um so um yeah don't uh, no one should be lulled into a sense of security that you know we've gotten this far with this language and you know whatever um yeah. so all, all of that to say we do have a call to action up for this and everybody should should please take advantage of it yeah. um and then we, we put something out last was it last Friday not this past Friday but it was like the, the Friday before that right um, we did a follow Friday and um, I'm actually looking at a uh, I, I'm gonna get into this I haven't read the full article and I just started checking out this blog because it's part of the kind of advocacy package that we use um, right. That is, of course, produced by CQ Roll Call, um, and uh, it, it talks about how to use Twitter for your advocacy efforts. This is something that I'll probably develop um, in the coming weeks. But right. uh, just a kind of a quick tip for anybody who is Twitter savvy, savvy or wants to be Twitter savvy. Um, so, a couple of Fridays ago, we put out a Follow Friday kind of call to action it's sort of fun but it really does have a serious purpose and that is Mm -hmm. if if everybody who vapes who is on twitter um especially americans um follows at the very least your senators your representative um and of course follow your uh follow their kind of staff people which is the new Mm -hmm. twist that i didn't really put into this Right. Um, and then, of course, a lot of people who vape and are on social media, especially on Twitter, you have some sort of description in your bio about how you vape and how vaping's great. And usually, mm-hmm. your your feed is littered with with positive vaping information. Um, not that your senator or representative is going to go and check out your page and be like, "Oh, this guy's really into vaping. That's cool." I don't <laughs> think they I don't think they really have time for it. They've, right. they've got a staffer that manages their account, but. Um, the idea is to show them that, you know, vapors are really out there uh, and we are engaged 
we are paying attention to what you're doing. Um, and, you know, probably one of the most valuable things to a lawmaker is someone who is engaged, someone who is following them and, and following their updates and so on. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of, it's, it's, it's equal parts sort of, you know, we're, we're watching you and also, uh, you know, it, it's kind of a compliment in a way it's, it's supportive yeah. and also kind of a, a very, uh, kind of a strong reminder. Um, mm -hmm. so it, it, that's one of those things that I think people should sort of start exercising, you know, uh, right. exercise your social media presence and, and use that power for good. Um, and then, of course, you know, going forward, now that we're, you know, we're getting people connected via social media to these lawmakers, um, when we have an issue, uh, you know, people should be easily directed to uh, posting a tweet mentioning that lawmaker or their staff and their staff. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of times, uh, you know, the staff will look to social media to see who is talking about a particular bill or an issue and, and get some feedback from, from social media. Um, so to a lot of people, you know, talking about your day or your salad or that, you know, goofy looking guy you saw at the gas station in 140 characters, you know, is kind of silly and fun. But, um, you know, for those that aren't aware, uh, you know, policymakers do actually refer to social media, and it is uh, taken somewhat seriously. So, yeah. um, I think uh, going forward, and uh, I think I've kind of been bringing this up for a while. Now. I mean, I used to do the like your right to daily action plan. Um, yeah. So, you know, it is a very serious advocacy tool, and, and we can more effectively use it. Um, and so, anybody who's uh, listening to this update, we we did put out that call to action. And um, by all means, go back and refer to it. It's also posted up on the Fight for Your Right to Vape Daily Action Plan. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, go follow some senators, um, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good to know. That it's good for them to know they're being watched. It changes how they act. Yeah. Yep. And so, um, I, oh, over the weekend, uh, well, maybe not over the weekend, but in the past few days, we did pick up a couple of more sponsors on HR 2058. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, that's just, that's, that's that. That's not a very... <laughs> no, no, uh, it's, I, it's, it's good. It means that people are paying attention and engaging the lawmakers. That's always positive news. Yep. Um, and then uh, I have a, well, a couple of things. Okay. Um, we haven't gone full tilt. I'll, I'll go with the, the state legislation. Um, New Jersey is looking at a Tobacco 21 bill. Uh, so for those unfamiliar with Tobacco 21, uh, this is a new policy movement kind of throughout the world to raise the age to smoke to uh, 21. Mm -hmm. And uh, this includes all tobacco products, cigarette smokeless tobacco, and electronic cigarettes. Um, so uh, New Jersey is the most recent state, uh, I guess Hawaii passed uh, tobacco 21 legislation yeah. uh, earlier this year. Uh, New Jersey is kind of 
fast on their heels. Uh, it passed out of committee. I believe it needs to go to the assembly. Um, so just something for people to be aware of. We haven't really jumped on Tobacco 21 legislation in the past because uh, it's been a very difficult thing to argue um, mm -hmm. and trying to, it, it just, it is complicated and trying to get amendments, trying to communicate amendments in very short sentences uh, mm -hmm. is, 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 is a very difficult communication problem. Yeah, so um, here's the thing. <laughs> I think nationally, we have to decide when a person is an adult and when they're not. And that needs to apply across the board. Not, okay, well, at 18, you're this much of an adult. And at 21, you're this much of an adult. And then you've got, okay, well, but yet, you know, you're not really an adult until you're, until you're 26 for insurance. They, there has to be a point that is even keel across the board and there's not that would be my argument to the the tobacco 21 which was the same thing that i felt when they changed the drinking age to 21 and i still don't believe the drinking age should be 21 mm -hmm. no i mean yeah. I, I'd, I'd agree with that that makes sense but you know you're talking about lawmakers I, I think, you know, I'm not as familiar with the science as I could be. Um, I, I think I understand, at least, you know, in terms of young people, you know, young people developing habits, no matter what they are, whether it's biting your nails or using a nicotine product, um, you know, you're more likely to carry that habit through your adult life. Um, I, I understand that concept, my own experience with, with substance abuse and, of course, smoking. Um, but, uh, you know, I think the really misguided part of the Tobacco 21 legislation is that it lumps all nic nicotine and tobacco products into smoking. And, and a lot of times the, the, these bills are not being passed with sort of a grandfather date involved. So... You know, if you're 18 years old and you're using a legal product, you are an adult. Um, and it doesn't matter that you maybe started smoking at 15. When that legislation passes, now your options are even more limited. You're you're left to either uh, break the law. Uh, you know, in some of these cases, possession is is a finable offense. Um, <clears throat> certainly buying cigarettes or nicotine products for somebody under the age of 21 is a finable offense. I think in New Jersey, they're proposing a thousand dollars. Um, so, you know, what, what's, what, what, what does a parent do? What is, what does a, a concerned friend do for their 19 year old friend or son or daughter who, you know, it, who maybe does want to stop smoking, but because of the law, they just have to stick with the gum and the patch and things that you know we know have a, an astronomical failure rate. Um, you know that just that doesn't seem fair to throw those people under the bus like that, and uh, and that's that's you know as Kassaw, we we're not we're just not going to take up the smoking argument. I understand how people feel about that, but that's just not we just don't represent the interests of combustible cigarettes. Um, and, and so we argue more on the side, exclusively on the side of smoke-free products. Um, 
but I do tend to agree, you know, when I'm 18, uh, you know, the, the crimes that I might, might commit, my uh, responsibilities to my country and my community, all of that changes. I become an adult. I have an adult voice um, and, and I should be allowed to make adult decisions. Um, so I, you know, I, I certainly agree with all that stuff. It's just in terms of us making that argument, it's, it really is limited to the low risk smoke free access, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so it, it's, a, again, it's an argument that I think we've been working on developing. And, and so I, I think we're becoming a little bit more comfortable bringing that to, um, you know, opportunities to take action and this being a growing phenomenon. And this is, this is one of those things that's absolutely going to start at the local level. Um, there's already, I think, 10 municipalities in New Jersey that had implemented tobacco 21 laws. We're seeing this in Missouri, uh, Kansas City, Missouri implemented a tobacco 21 law. Uh, obviously we've seen Hawaii. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, areas yeah. in Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, last year we were talking about taxes being the big thing. Um, yep. Again, I'm certain that we'll see more vaping tax proposals uh, in 2016, uh, probably even even more than we saw in 2015. But uh, uh, yeah, Tobacco 21 is going to be a big one going forward. So um, uh, you know, we're we're going to be working on our effective arguments against that. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's New Jersey and New Jersey is passing a, a child resistant packaging law, um, which is far as I'm concerned is a good thing. Uh, I, I don't know if it was amended to deal with some labeling, but, um, I do know it was child resistant packaging. So we're following those two pieces of legislation and, and, uh, if there's ever, if there's an opportunity to jump in on that, we'll let people know. Right. Um, and so. Yeah, uh, moving right along, speaking of popular things to introduce into bodies of policymaking, um, El Monte, California, is looking at an indoor use ban for multi-unit residences. Um, and I do want to read this definition of smoking because it does deserve to be read into the record um, it's one of those long, comprehensive things. Um, and this, this is off of draft language provided by Change Lab Solutions, oh. um, which I, I had never really understood what Change Lab Solutions was other than oh. sort of an aggressive, <laughs> anti-fun type advocacy or, organization. Right. But they are, it's, they're lawyers. It's a, it's a legal thing. Uh, and they're, it's a nonprofit, it's a legal nonprofit, uh, funded by the California Department of Public Health. <laughs> so, so Change Lab Solutions, which masquerades as its own entity, is a arm of the government set up to help people lobby the government? Uh, they're not, I don't think you would technically say they are an arm of the government. They are a nonprofit. Um, they are funded uh, by the government to lobby the government. They are funded by the California Department of Public Health, uh, according to the description given in this city council's agenda. Um, so yeah, there's something ethical, I think, 
in there that needs to be looked at. I mean, of course, they are yeah. lawyers, but uh, mm -hmm. whatever. Um, anyway, uh, their definition of smoke in this draft of legislation is smoke means the gases, particles, or vapors released into the air as a result of combustion, electrical ignition, ignition or vaporization. When the apparent or use, usual purpose of the combustion, electrical ignition, or vaporization is human inhalation of the byproducts, except when the combusting or vaporizing material contains no tobacco or nicotine, and the purpose of inhalation is solely olfactory or congestion relief, such as, for example, smoke from incense or vapor from a congestion-relieving vaporizer. The term smoke includes but is not limited to tobacco smoke, electronic cigarette vapors, and marijuana smoke. However, smoke shall not include marijuana smoke when the person smoking holds a valid current medical marijuana identification card issued by the California Department of Public Health, which identifies the relevant person authorized to engage in the medical use of marijuana. So kids, to review, marijuana smoke magically is not really smoke if you have a prescription, um, which to me just, that, that smacks of the whole, you know, like remember back in the, I don't know, was it the, at the beginning or the end of alcohol prohibition where they allowed doctors to prescribe alcohol? Well, it was actually somewhere in the middle. Um, somewhere in the middle? Yeah. I mean, and it's not like many of them did. Um, if you want an interesting perspective on that, there's an article out there called The Chemist's War. Okay. Just if you're curious about the way the government reacted to prohibition, it's pretty interesting stuff. As an aside, sorry. So, um, thank you for that. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> send, send me send me the title and the link because I'm going to forget in the next five minutes. Um, okay. uh, hazards of the modern age. Um, but uh, yeah, so the definition of smoke is uh, egregious. And um, also, just to give you an idea, you might think, uh, if you are one of the 23 Kassam members that lives in El Monte, California, that this isn't such a bad idea because you can just go outside in your patio. <laughs> Negative. Um, mm -hmm. That is considered part of the uh, common area. And that's not the common area, but this includes private patios, porches, decks, balconies, all that stuff that's attached to your unit. So you don't, you can't vape in your apartment or condominium. You can't go out on the back porch. You have to leave the building entirely. And I believe there's some mention of a buffer zone. So technically this is indoor and outdoor regulation of where you can vape. Um, and in California, at least, I think everybody's laughing. Um, in Cal I know this is in California. And I think there was another, there was a similar a proposal in Hawaii. Um, it, it's uh, this is another trend that we will see, and of course HUD uh, introduced their uh, prohibition of, of of smoking, and of course whether or not they're going to include electronic cigarettes in that uh, in public housing buildings. Which, if you've ever been to New York City, there's a lot of them, um, mm -hmm. and of course those that's where mostly you know people on the lower economic strata live, uh, and and they are the ones that disproportionately, you know, higher smoking rates. Um, so, you know, thanks for disadvantaging those folks yet again. Um, so uh, I'm going to work on something, but there's a public hearing in El Monte uh, 
tomorrow at 6 p.m. Pacific. Um, I forget what item this is on the agenda, but uh, I will be putting out a call to action for this later this evening. Okay, excellent. I, I just love the the magical way they deal with smoke. Right. That's that's awesome. That is awesome. And and I just love how it's an indoor slash outdoor ban. So did they wind up? See, I, I kind of wonder if they wind up covering whether you can vape in your car there, too. Um, not in this ordinance. Not in this, this one yet. This, this is confined to uh, multi-unit residences. Yeah. I, that, I guess that's next. Oh. Like, while we're on Maybe I'll stop with the good ideas. <laughs> yeah, it's totally your fault. Oh, of course it is, yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, these people are ridiculous. They're ridiculous. Just saying. Um, California has some of the worst language, and now we know how much of it comes from change. Yeah. It's a shame. It really is, because California is like a mecca for vaping. Yeah. So many spots, and, uh... you can't go five miles without running into 10 or 12 shops. It's just sad. <laughs> Yeah. Or encouraging, depending on how you look at it. Well, no, no. I mean, it's sad that they want to take that alternative away from people. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, but uh, it, and I'm sure that everybody has seen this splashed all over social media. Um, obviously, more confirmation based on uh, CDC numbers, actually, that uh, I think what was one of the figures, I'm not even going to quote the article, but um, something like 55% of Americans who quit smoking in the past year uh, used electronic cigarettes. Um, of course, the continuing decline in youth smoking rate, um, all of these things somewhat attributable to uh, vapor products. So, um, you know, this, this positive information can't come out soon enough. And uh, I, hope, I hope as, you know, more data becomes available, um, you know, it just gives it gives us more accurate information to uh, fight back against these ridiculous policies. Agreed. Is that it for this evening, Alex? I think so. I was tempted to just put it out there. Um, yeah, I'll do it briefly. We've had a lot of we've had a little bit of discussion in our Facebook group about sharing negative articles. Um, and this is something that has been a conversation for probably a couple of years, more than that, because right. I know that ECF used to require you to break links to mm -hmm. bad science or bad articles. Um, yeah. And so I think we're trying to kind of get that going in, in our Facebook page as well. And in general, um, people should be leery of, sh of sharing these articles. Um, there were a couple things that came out within the past day or two. I think Wired had something. Um, oh, oh yeah yeah they and, did and i mean it's just it is such obvious clickbait um and this you know wired has actually posted some very positive vapor stories in the past um so you know it's christmas time everybody's looking for a little bit of extra money they got to yep. buy those gifts um and you know journalists are really no different than anybody else and if you can make uh i don't know if you can prove your worth a little bit more by 
generating some clickbait about a controversial product like e-cigarettes, uh, why not? Um, so I'd strongly encourage everybody to uh, either break the link, screenshot it, talk about it instead of linking to it. Um, and I think uh, there's actually even a website that's like um, it links to a story without giving them a click. Is that do not link? Do not link. Something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if, if you're active in our Facebook group, you'll probably see more of that. Um, please don't get discouraged or angry if we delete your post and replace it with something else. Um, we really are trying to, um, I think, not generate any extra clicks for these horrible stories. And, um, you know, journalists and scientists should not be rewarded for horrible publications. Um, Amen. So, but, you know, share the hell out of the good stuff. That's, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, we were actually talking earlier about how much lazy journalism there's been in regards to this stuff. And it's really sad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Don't don't uh, spread that stuff around. Yeah. We don't need more of it. We need more of the good stuff. So with that, I think that brings us to around 30 minutes. And okay. uh, uh, just, uh, yeah, everybody uh, wish Julie and Carl and Brian good luck tomorrow. And exactly. uh, hopefully we'll have something something good to report. Yeah. That's that. Excellent. Fingers crossed. Thank yeah. you for everything you do for us, Alex. And um, thank you to everyone who listens. Um, if you've not joined CASA, please consider going to CASA.org and becoming a member. Um, that way we can let you know when legislation, impending legislation that could affect you is happening and help you to fight against it. Um, and thanks for everything you do. Good night. Thanks. Good night. See ya. See ya.